Welcome to Victorious Living. We, we, we now see that not walking in love as Jesus did, it puts us into a contrary position to godly character, to our godly character. Walk in love even as Christ walked in love. Have the disposition of love that Christ had of love. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us part two of his message, The Family of God is a Family of Love. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares, The Family of God is a Family of Love. And he said, uh, walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savour. So followers is a word here in the Greek. It, I, I cannot pronounce it. I'm not a Greek scholar. I'm not a Hebrew scholar. But the word is a M-I-M-A-Y-T-A-C-E. So what it means in that language, it means imitator. Followers, followers is a word that the Greek language, and it means imitator, or to follow one as an example, in this case is Christ. When we walk in love, we're acting like God and displaying what is pleasing to God, and without it, Without this love from which faith has its roots, faith has been sabotaged. And so when we walk in love, we're acting like God and displaying what is pleasing to God. Now, I'm, I'm preaching this to you this morning, not because I think you fit this. I don't know. But I'm just saying that, that, that united together, there is, that, listen, the, our human mind cannot conceive what God will do among us. I'm telling you, it'll affect a community. It'll affect the political scene or system. It'll, it'll have an effect far-reaching. United we stand, divided we fall. That's true at your house. That's true at your house in your family. That's true with you and your friends. I talk about myself. That's true with, with us and our friends. United we stand, divided we fall. So, but yet on the other side of the coin is, I must understand what I am to unite with where others are concerned. And so when we walk in love, we're acting like God and displaying what is pleasing to God. So let's read and let's go to Philippians. Everybody okay? Amen. Philippians chapter three, verse 17 and 18. Brethren, be followers. Now what is the word follow from the Greek? It is imitator. Brethren, be imitators together with me. That's what Paul's saying to the Philippian church in Philippi. Be followers together with me, or he says of me, now watch what he said, and mark them which walk so 
as you have us for an example. Paul is simply saying, follow me as I follow Christ in that verse. He said, brethren, be followers together of me and mark them which walk with me as an example. Verse 18, for many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping. Paul, Paul is weeping that they who are not walking with me and imitating Christ. What does he say? And now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Our faith can't work when we're in that particular situation. And Paul comes along in the Corinthian letter, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse one. He comes along and says it this way as well. Be ye followers of me. Paul is telling them, I've got my life in unity with God. Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Amen. So we now see that not walking in love as Jesus did, it puts us into a contrary or contrary position to the godly character. We are to have the character of the one we're born of. Now, that doesn't mean that we're perfect or complete. It doesn't mean that we have missed it along. It doesn't mean that I have missed it along life's way because I have, but I'm not excusing myself. I am responsible before God. We, we, we now see that not walking in love as Jesus did, it puts us into a contrary position to godly character, to our godly character. Walk in love even as Christ walked in love. Have the disposition of love that Christ had of love. Know the love of God and then act like you got it. Amen. So that means you conform your actions to the character of God's love. So as the oxen story, this contrary position makes us smaller in our adversary's eyes. What is that saying, folks? That's simply saying this, you, we, him, her, or she, whoever is an easy target for the devil. They are an easy target for the devil. We, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have a shout meeting here before too long. <laughs> But if we cannot come face to face with the instructions that the scripture give, gives us, then we cannot walk with God as he intends for us to do so. So as the oxen story, this, this contrary position makes us smaller in our adversary's sight. The adversary, the devil sees that individual as easy prey. Also, when we do not walk in love, it makes us look smaller to those around us. You never like to be around a complainer. You don't like living with a complainer. I don't like to hear complainers. And so I've had people say to me through this, well, you just don't want to talk to anybody. I said, I don't want to listen to your junk. 
that didn't make me holier than anybody. But I just knew that if you listen, it fills. In other words, if you pour water in a glass and you keep pouring, it's going to get full of water. If we keep listening and keep listening and keep listening, it's going to get full of something. And God wants us to be full of him. Wants our mind full of him. Why? So, I, so our faith works. So that I can pleasure God, please God. For without it, I can't please him. So that I pleasure God. And listen, the Bible says, listen to me, saying, The Bible says God will withhold no good thing. You say, well, I've been blessed. Listen, you haven't touched. I haven't touched how much God can bless you or bless me until I walk in the fullness and the completeness of what God has for me. I've only, you know, kind of skirted around the edges and it's been wonderful. But just think about what if I plunged right on out into the middle of it. Just think how much more. So don't ever equate what you're earning in the natural with what God has for you because he goes far beyond. Listen, God, the biggest big that a man can have in this world is minuscule to the greatness and the bigness of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want to break through and fill my mind with, with, with God. Be full of God. Be full of the disposition of God, tendencies of God that I see in Christ. And Paul is telling these people, and it's in me too. And you know what? It can be in us also. Amen. Be in us also. Amen. Also, when we do not walk in love, it makes us look small to those around us. Now, let me hustle on. Y'all got time? <laughs> and I can see some of you probably hadn't, but anyway, I'm going to go on. <laughs> Philippians chapter 3, verses 10 through 14 that I may know him, this is Paul writing to the Philippian church, that I may know him, now the word know, that I may experience, boy, we can't, we just, I tell you, we bring our little distractions to the church house with us, don't we? That I may know him and experience him and know the power of his resurrection Boy, when you get to study the resurrection of Christ, man, I'm telling you, it is awesome that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. He's not saying that you're going to suffer like he did, but what the sufferings that he went through brought to you, I'm going to fellowship with that. I'm going to fellowship with what his suffering brought to me. What the suffering in, in Pilate's courtyard when they beat him and they whipped him and they beat him unmerciful and then he went to the cross and they pierced his side and the blood came out. Uh, but guess what? He descended into the lower parts of the earth and there he took on Satan and every demon spirit. Uh, amen. And made a show of them openly. He triumphed over them in it and then God raised him up from the dead with authority and dominion and power and might over the devil, over demons, and over all of the darkness. 
that the devil introduced to the human race in the Garden of Eden. He raised us up with power. He raised us up with might. And he says what? That I may know the fellowship of what his sufferings brought to my life. Well, you know, Brother Charles, if I could get just a little bit of God's blessing. No, no, God didn't tell us. Uh-uh. He didn't tell us to settle for a little bit. Well, if he could just pay my car payment. Well, now you need to pay your car payment. You're going to be walking. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just trying to be real. Amen. <laughs> give me a moment to laugh at myself here. <laughs> just give me enough to get a few groceries. Give me just enough to get a little gas from a car. Give me just enough. Give me just enough. Listen, I'm telling you, God doesn't stop at just enough. He don't have just enough. Like I'm going to strain God for giving me just a little. No, absolutely not. Who owns the cattle on a thousand hills? Who owns the gold and the silver? Who owns everything that's precious and valuable? It's God, and he lives on the inside of us. And we don't settle for just enough. We settle and come over into Abraham's blessing. He said, Abraham, I'm not only going to... It's our hope that today's message, The Family of God is a Family of Love, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you'd like to receive a free CD of this week's message, please request offer 43. This week's special offer is 43. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.